0: All right. Welcome back. We we have Taryn joining us now. We we had a little bit of a technical difficulty there, but we have since recovered. So so this will be Taryn joining us live. Uh, Kyle also here with us. And we're we're excited to have you back on, Taryn. Um,
1: got a lot Oops. of things,
0: a lot of questions we want to ask you. But again, thank you for, for taking the time to, to join us again.
1: I'm glad to be here. I enjoyed it the first time. I was looking forward to doing it again.
0: Yeah. So for those that aren't aware, I'm I'm sure most people know you as the son of Todd Christensen, but obviously Taryn is my, my childhood friend. Uh, We were super close before I I left Alpine um, and moved away to, to North Platte, Nebraska, but uh, Taryn, Taryn and his family were, were absolutely phenomenal to to be around. And it was it was great to grow up with you. Uh, So we just got a couple questions for you uh, right off the bat. And basically, just for the people that that are are meeting you, or I guess hearing from you for the first time, uh, tell us about yourself growing up.
1: Well, I uh, was born in Torrance, California. While my dad was on the Raiders, we lived in El Segundo, California, for the first two-ish or three years of my life. Then we moved to uh, Utah. We've been here 31 years or so. I'm 34 now. Um, Grew up... um, What, what all do you wanna know about me growing up? Whatever you wanna say. <laughs> um, was a kid, I liked a lot of video games uh, and art and uh, hanging out with my dad. For sure. And, uh, when I was about 12, Um, yeah, right around the time I was 12, I started using a wheelchair because I was born with spina bifida, which is a neurological birth defect. And my dad got me into working out because he was big into working out. And I'm the youngest of four boys and all of them played sports at various levels and he got me into working out right around the same time I started using a wheelchair kind of probably in um, as a way to help me to feel like I'm still athletic and uh, so that was pretty good and I and I have been lifting consistently since then for about twenty-two ish years or so, and uh, it's, a, it's a great um, pastime for me. Help me to feel uh, just feel strong and to uh, stay active, be able to move myself around. I prefer the manual wheelchairs.
0: yeah no i think that's probably um the thing that i remember the most about especially back then obviously we did the we did a lot of swimming and things like that but and played a lot of football with you obviously you being the quarterback you you had quite the cannon there and then (laughs) i was the fast short guy but um definitely remember that weight room and and how your dad was was constantly pushing us to get in there and and work out with him and took the time to to show us how to do the lifts properly and all that and obviously he was a mountain of a man so so watching him yeah. push those weights was pretty impressive so
1: yeah uh, i don't know if you saw that um post on twitter uh, a few days ago of me as a baby looking at my dad, yep, and and talking about how I'm pretty sure that I looked at him that way um, yeah, my whole awesome. life. Uh, you just saying he's a mountain of a man. I always saw him as huge. Yep. Um. Even when he got sick in 2013, he still. I mean, his body was. Um struggling but his like his persona still seemed enormous yep which was cool yeah he well
0: obviously when I was spending the most time around him I was nine to 11 something like that um, so I was obviously very short and he was huge. But for sure, even even when I came and saw you guys, I don't even remember when it was. It was after high school. So it was probably like 2010. Um, I, I stopped by and, and said hi and had lunch with your family and all that. And yeah, I mean, he definitely was as big as I remembered him, if not more so. And obviously... 2013 is when he started to get sick why don't why don't you tell us a little bit more about what what was happening and all that with him
1: um there was some speculation and so we're not entirely sure how it started um but there was something about um a misdiagnosed gallbladder surgery when he was still on the raiders uh that went misdiagnosed for about three months or so, Um, and it turned out that it was his liver, and uh, he developed um, a disease called primary sclerosing cholangitis, which is pretty complicated, and I don't really know how to describe it. a simplistic way of uh describing it, I think would be that it was it's like cirrhosis, but he wasn't a drinker. it just was uh deteriorating um, I don't know, but uh he had that off and on for like twenty years or so. Um, And then it finally just uh, caught up with him and became a little too intense uh, in 2013. And uh, there was a bit of cancer that developed in addition to it. And so that kind of just messed with his body. He actually was going to get a transplant and that's when that's where he ultimately died was during the operation to to get a transplant i think his body had he had just lost too much weight and uh couldn't handle the trauma
0: yeah and I mean, obviously, I, I didn't know how sick he was. I, I had some indication just from, from following you on on social media and all that. Um, but, yeah, that was a complete shock to me when, obviously, it's not every day you see the death of one of your childhood friend's fathers on, on ESPN. But that's ultimately how I found out about
1: it is the, just yeah, one that, of those things on the ticker. That would be real, on the ticker even – is it's just like that's, that's not that cool, um, but I guess he was. Aside from Raider Nation, which I love, I'm grateful for. I mean, since he passed away, there have been so many people in Raider Nation who have connected with me, and uh, be, uh, befriended me. But I guess aside from him, or aside from Rider Nation, he was uh, somewhat obscure still. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, one of the best tight ends
0: ever. And obviously, he he was a very successful uh, sportscaster afterwards as well, Um, did various things, we we've talked about it on the on the past uh, podcast that we did with you on, uh, but he was American Warrior, American Gladiators, it? American Gladiator. Gladiator. Yep, I was going to say that didn't sound right. American Gladiator. He did the AFL games. He did a lot of college football games and, and things like that for ESPN. Uh, so obviously he was a colleague, and that's why it went across the ticker as well as his professional career um, yeah. in in the NFL, but. Yeah, and no, if yeah. any of
1: you, and if any of your uh viewers have seen um, American Underdog, he's in that for like four seconds.
0: Yes, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was. I was going to ask you of what you thought about that because that was really cool I, for I, me. I, I just watched
2: this. I just watched that movie for the first time the other day after Bill told me it was a good movie, and as soon as I saw your dad, I had to text him. I was like, "That is, uh, it was amazing. It made yep. my day." Yeah, well,
0: and Taryn, you you tipped us off to that that you had been notified that he was going to be in it. So so mm-hmm. how cool was that?
1: It was very cool. I mean, I like Zachary Levi and I like Kurt Warner, but I gotta say that was my favorite part of the show, and it was like <laughs> three Most and a half deal. seconds.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I don't remember him calling those AFL games, but I remember watching them like way back when. On on your random, what was it, Saturday nights or something like that? Yeah. Uh, I don't
1: even remember. He did it for like one or two seasons. Yeah. Didn't feel like he did it for very long, but somehow he made history and got to be, you know, (laughs) in a championship game with Kurt Warner. Yep. So that was super cool to see him
0: him in that. But uh, obviously – We'll move away from the somber note there and uh, tell us about yourself. I know last time you were on, you, you told us you were currently working as a social worker, uh, but I believe you said you've been progressing in your um, studies there. So so what's going on with that? And then we'll talk further with the, with the side gig, possibly.
1: Okay, we'll talk about that in a, in a bit. Um, but for my career, I am a social worker. I, I got my degree, my uh, master's degree in social work in 2012. And since 2014, I've been working at the Utah State Hospital, which is a psychiatric hospital. And uh, I currently primarily run groups, which I uh, do therapy groups like cognitive behavioral therapy, therapy. Um, Dialectical behavioral therapy, that type of thing, and every once in a while, I get to have some individual stuff, which I am, uh, I feel like I'm well suited for that. Uh, talking to people one on one, I I have grown as a, a group leader in the last several years, but. I still enjoy doing the one-on-one stuff um, because that feels more tailored to the person, the individual, than the groups, which are very manualized, which means that I just, I teach from a book the same concepts to everybody, but with uh, with individual, I get to focus on one person at a time and what they need, which is which I like.
0: Yeah, no, that's, that makes a lot of sense. Um, and with that, is that a pretty rewarding job? Because I feel like it, it definitely suits your personality, know, knowing you, um, mm-hmm. but ha- how rewarding is that job for you?
1: Uh, I find it very rewarding. Uh, I Some background on that. I, because I started using a wheelchair when I was 12, I felt the need to look for something that I could do to help other people from a chair. You know, like people like doctors or construction workers and stuff like that. They're on their feet all the time and lifting things and like driving around. And I'm not as proficient with that as other people. I mean, I can drive, but... uh, i feel like i've always been pretty good with talking to people and um if i can help through just talking to people that that is pretty rewarding for me yeah and uh, sorry um i forgot what i was gonna say i mean my dad was part of that uh decision as well and he was a uh, psychology major in college. And I always enjoy telling people this because it's fun. I said being a counselor was his plan B. But since he was like nine years old, there never was a plan B. Yes. Plan A of of football. So that was kind of like a a backup thing.
0: And with him being, you know, a football star... Was it just natural for him to to go into the booth? Was that something he he saw himself doing after his playing career? Or was it just something that naturally happened because he's so eloquent
1: and and great at talking? Um, Probably somewhat of both. I don't know. I don't remember ever asking him if that was his plan to have done that. But so many pro uh former athletes go into broadcasting yeah that it almost seems like that that was yeah. his thing and um the thing that you said about him being eloquent he he got like guff for that with with people sometimes like he's like super intelligent jock and that's yeah, kind of a weird combination for people. But it did serve him well in the in the broadcast booth. Although I did read some message boards which I thought was pretty funny about him using too big of words for people to understand. Yeah. He did get um
0: he did get pretty pretty deep in the woods there occasionally with with words he was pulling out and people were probably like, what does that even mean? But (laughs) no, I, I always enjoyed listening to him, especially when he was on the mountain and calling the, the Mountain West Conference games, I, I just loved it. And I would stay up listening to him, especially when he was on those late night uh, San Diego State or or UNLV oh, yeah. games that kick off at, you know, 10 o'clock. Yeah. It's, I'd be up watching him. And, and I, those were the I, ones he always went on too. So
1: I got to say, I like that you mentioned the, the mountain because that was such an obscure station. It was. But but uh james bates was my dad's or my personal favorite uh partner of my dad's james bates is hilarious oh yeah Yeah. and he actually brought a lot of stuff out of my dad and my dad often like would you know keep to himself and stuff but James was very energetic and, and got him to do some funny things. <laughs> like one of the weirdest commercials I've ever seen was James Bates talking about how he has to carry the broadcast. And <laughs> he had, he had my, he had a baby in the freaking, uh, I don't know what those things are called. The, the chest pocket thing. Yeah. I and, think they're just called
0: but, baby carriers, but.
1: Yeah. But they superimposed my dad's head on it. It was the weirdest commercial ever. Oh, I love it. Except for except for it was great because he uh they they it was like a clip of my dad using like four syllable words. And <laughs> but as that. a baby and James Bates being like, Yeah, you, you said pomposity, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you need it. to find
0: that and, yeah, and send it to, to it. me because I need we to need see to that. that. Okay. But um, getting back to you, so you, you're doing the social work and you said you're coming up for licensing soon, right?
1: Yeah. Um, I need 4,000 hours, 4,000 practical hours to get a full license. Right now I'm a certified social worker and uh, and uh, once I get $4,000, i will be a licensed clinical social worker, so an LCSW. And uh, so, so I'm what, is, what does to that.
0: that mean for you? Does that mean you, you take on more clients or
1: um, just
0: an achievement? I'm, what What does that mean?
1: It, the biggest thing about it is being an achievement. Um, okay. But I, uh, also, uh, getting a full license means a pay raise. Oh, well, that's a plus. And, <laughs> yeah. and I am part-time right now. Okay. So, and I've been thinking about the possibility of moving to full-time once I get my full license. So, I mean, I could work full-time now, but in a in a way that would be a benefit of the as to feel more comfortable I think to to be full time. Okay. Excellent. Well
0: congratulations on that. You'll have to keep us updated on, on when you hit that and, and what that
1: turns into for you. But okay, thank you. I uh, I should get it probably by the end of July.
2: Oh wow that's that's amazing.
0: Oh Okay, you sent me the clip, so we'll, we'll play that when we get to the, the show-and-tell portion of the podcast. So, okay. um,
1: I was wondering if you are going to do that, if you are going to share your screen or not.
0: I I'm am. Sure. When we get to the later questions, and I, I don't know if
1: it will play the audio as well, but
0: I guess we'll find out.
1: Um, the, the visual is probably the biggest part of it, though. Okay. People, people will understand, and if James yeah. Bates somehow <laughs> watches this, he's going to be right. like, that tagging a, that's some good uh
0: that's some good memories there oh man. yeah we'll tag him in it see if we can get some some traction with him um okay and then just i know i've seen a lot of your your work on on facebook and i guess i should just say social media because i follow you everywhere but uh-huh. uh, i i see you that you do a lot of photoshop is that something that you're working towards maybe doing as like a side gig or is it just something you do for fun
1: right now it's something i do for fun i would love to be able to do it professionally i have done it for people before uh and so in a sense i kind of understand what that's like to do it um but i haven't been able to do it professionally yet uh just because of my situation with working as a social worker and um I'm kind of limited with my finances and what I can oh, for earn. Sure. And so my uh, my job as a social worker kind of limits that. So right now it's just a hobby. I actually like it as a hobby also just because I can make what I want uh, and focus on what I want versus uh, like making more. Uh, I don't. I don't know what you would call it. Uh, Mission? Well, like making more corporate type stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean I, I mean, um, I, I've been working on uh, building my faith the last few years. And so I'm sure that you've seen a lot of the yeah. stuff that I post on Twitter has like Jesus and stuff in it which helps me personally to focus on that and but i feel like if i was to do it professionally it'd probably be more secular type stuff
0: right yeah you'd probably be doing a lot more like banners and whatever for for
1: organizations but if i if i i could tell you probably like just the ultimate fantasy for photoshop would be like a guy like uh to become do you guys know who Boss Logic is?
0: I do not. I don't think so. Well,
1: um, maybe. He's a dude on, uh, I follow him on Twitter and Instagram. And he works for movie studios like Marvel and DC and stuff. And so he'll make oh, a yeah. lot of superhero things.
2: Oh, wow. I'm looking at his Twitter right now. That's pretty crazy stuff.
1: Well, honestly, I don't want to sound like arrogant or anything, but I think that I'm capable of doing something to that level. Yeah. Um, if I had time and resources. Is, now, is that something that
0: you've kind of self-taught or are you taking courses on that or how's that
1: come together? Primarily self-taught. I took, okay. I was on the newspaper staff as a senior in high school. And there was like two days or even just one day where they introduced Photoshop to us to teach us about layout of the newspaper. Uh And I gravitated very much to the layout of the newspaper because I could just work with pictures and I didn't have to write stuff. But then it turned out that I was pretty good at it. And, uh, and then after that it's mostly been self-taught it's just been a a hobby I've had over the years um and I actually only uh picked it up very consistently when I graduated from my master's um and so throughout my undergrad and postgrad I did it like very intermittently
0: yeah I don't have the patience to do photoshop
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well,
2: I was just gonna say you've gotten really good at it. Everything you've I've seen you do is very clean. Everything looks amazing.
1: Thank you. you
0: yeah, know, I I love seeing those things that you share. Um, I don't always see them, but when I do, I'm I'm pretty impressed with what you've done. And I think the last thing I saw that you posted was actually a commissioned piece. Is that is that right?
1: Uh, yeah. Well, the one of uh Jesus hugging the other guy. I think so. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, like that Oklahoma. was A commission. My my friend, um, did a mission for the LES Church, and those missions have what are called presidents that like oversee all of the missionaries in that area. And her mission president uh, recently passed away, and uh, so she wanted me to make that picture to commemorate him and. Have that memory. Gotcha.
2: That's awesome.
0: That's pretty cool. Um, do you want to go into your past surgeries and all that stuff? Because I know you've had tons of them. Um, I'm,
1: I'm willing to answer any questions you guys have. I'm yeah. having fun and I like talking. So, do you guys? We like listening. But <laughs> yes, we do. Uh, so,
0: I last. I can't remember what the number was, but. Tell us what that number is, and then any complications that's caused, and and kind of the the reasoning behind. I know you already said at the top that you you had you were born with spina bifida, and that's obviously why you've had majority of these surgeries. But but go into those, and and then we'll we'll talk about any complications or or whatever afterwards.
1: Okay, I've had thirty two surgeries. Okay. My first surgery was when I was less than a week old, and uh, it's mostly been uh, on my back and my legs, mostly orthopedic stuff, Uh, and it's, you know, largely been helpful. There have been some that have uh, kind of reverted uh, just because I use a wheelchair. I, I had a one called a hamstring lengthening, where they just uh, they loosen up my hamstrings so that my legs will straighten. But sitting in a wheelchair, my my position is that they're bent anyway, so it, they they shrunk back up and are pretty tight that way now. And uh, I've had a few surgeries called uh, scar tissue untetherings, which are. Uh, surgeries to go in and remove scar tissue from around my uh, spinal cord. And uh, I had to have that a few times uh, because it keeps coming back. And that was meant to help me with um, scoliosis, with uh, correcting that, straightening my back out. And then ultimately I had... uh, metal rods put in my back to just keep it straight
0: and all these surgeries that you've had are they are they pretty much like for your comfort i mean obviously the the scar tissue one that's to get it out but is it because of how you're feeling or or is it because of just maintenance from being in the wheelchair or or i guess what what are the majority of those for? um
1: That's a good question. (laughs) Um, I know they're not just cutting on you for fun. No, I I would say maintenance probably. Okay. Um, I've had a few, a couple surgeries to help correct like pressure wounds from sitting and my, uh, my hip got dislocated just normally, just because that's a thing that happened. I mean, I didn't, like, injure myself or anything. It just came out. Yeah. Um, and so I actually don't have a hip joint on my left side right now. They just cut the ball off of it, the top of oh, the bone. Yeah. So. Um, and then I actually probably couldn't tell you all of the different surgeries that I've had. Like yeah, one. By thirty-two one. of them. Yeah, if you just keep track of. I mean, probably within those thirty-two, though, it, there were some like dental ones. Um, and I was born cross-eyed, so one of them was a, a ocular one too. Yeah, to correct my cross-eyedness. But okay. I, I would say most of it is, I mean, probably a combination of maintenance and comfort yeah so are you still able to to hit the swimming pool pretty hard or uh every summer i do yeah okay but um my pool's outside so i don't do it in the cooler months for sure <laughs> touche <laughs> i should probably I, I mean i'll probably get to it uh at the end of this month yeah do and that. then probably go pretty consistent with it
0: until august and is that how you're, you're getting most of your cardio or
1: do you, um, I do, I use a stationary bike Okay. and I just sit at the front of it. So I'm still sitting in my wheelchair and only moving the arms of the stationary bike. Okay.
0: Yeah. Cause I know you were quite the swimmer back in our younger days. You could, yeah. I mean, I've never been a strong swimmer, but you could you could do laps around me for sure.
1: <laughs> My lungs were a lot stronger when I was younger. Like yeah, I used to be able to swim two lengths of the pool with one breath, and uh, I did that one time several years ago, and like coughed blood a couple of seconds later. So oh, geez. I haven't done that in a while.
0: Yeah. Okay, so with all the surgeries and everything like that um obviously complications the wheelchair and and all that how has that affected what you do I mean you've already said that's kind of why you chose the career that you you did choose but how does it how does it affect like what you do day to day and then on on your outlook on life
1: um well I'm always looking up to everybody
2: I would say that's one of the things that I absolutely love about you is your humor.
1: For sure. It's I gotta tell you also that that made me really happy that both of you started smiling at the same time <laughs> and and uh, that actually is a is a big thing pal is uh, is humor. So um, I think the thing that has affected my outlook on life, and outlook on the chair um has been faith and belief in god and belief in an afterlife so i believe that there will be a time that i don't have a disability and then i can look forward uh to that and that that affects my outlook now in that i believe that there is a reason for my current situation Um, and I see that a lot with the interactions that I have with other people Um, like I mean just in general but also in my career I feel like I I mean I'm a big guy I'm gonna turn on my camera real quick (laughs) yeah you know pretty big shoulders and stuff I mean I'm turning the camera off just because I'm laying in bed, and that would be weird for people to uh, look at. But um, generally, I mean, would you say that you were intimidated by my dad, Billy?
0: Um, no, just because I knew who he was as a person. But definitely the first time I met him, I was, you know, a little hesitant because <laughs> I think I was – Probably four foot tall and eighty pounds, soaking (laughs) wet,
1: maybe. (laughs) Anyway, this is just a long-winded answer, and I apologize. But I think with my size, if I was, if my height matched it, probably about my dad's height, yeah, people will be a little bit more uncomfortable with me. But I'm sitting down and I'm approaching them from a lower spot. I feel like I can relate better with people. For sure. Uh, and particularly I think I can relate better with people who are going through difficult stuff for themselves and help them to realize if I'm handling it pretty well, they could probably handle what they're going through better. Absolutely. Um, and that's a huge reason why I became a therapist too, is it's like I I want I want to handle my own situation as well as i can and help others to do that too um because we have a lot more control over our responses than we actually often give ourselves credit for so
0: i like that um kyle yes, do you want to do you want to kick off the the sports questions
2: um, yeah, I mean, you've kind of alluded a little bit to this. Obviously, your dad's a huge part of, um, I'm sure, how you fell in love with sports. But um, is there anything else that, I guess, impacted you or or got you hooked on sports?
1: <laughs> yeah, it was funny when I first looked at that. I was like, do you guys not know the answer to the question? <laughs> yeah. um, but growing up. My dad um, and my brothers—all I hope because I'm the youngest—and you know the looking up thing was a joke, but I am because I'm the youngest. I have metaphorically looked up to my brothers too, and it was cool to watch them all play sports, and that got me into um, interested in watching the sports. And being involved with it. Obviously, probably the biggest thing was my dad. Um, Yep, for sure. I never actually got to see him play live. Um, Me either. But but knowing him, knowing that he played football, I mean, got me into football. Um, Because he was still into it uh, until he passed away. So... And him being my best friend, uh, you know, I got a lot of the same interests as he did.
0: For sure. Um, did him, like, calling games, did, did
1: you often get to travel with him to do that? or? Uh, no, he he did that himself. Okay. So uh, our family usually stayed home. And... Since he was he primarily did college football, so he was only able, or he only had to be gone for like from Thursday to Sunday. yeah, which was nice.
0: I was just curious if maybe that would have also gotten you more into sports if if you got to go along and see the production and, and all that that goes into it. but I, I, there was
1: a few times when he did uh, BYU football games. we got to go because of that. Uh, and uh, go into the booth and and that kind of thing. I think on-the-field stuff interests me more than the technical side of it.
0: Yeah. See, and I, I would love to do any and all of it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I <agree>. but, <laughs> so I I would definitely eat that up as well, seeing the, the production side. But um, with that being said, I assume... Your dad's also part of the reason why uh, why the teams that you do root for. But who, who are the teams that you root for and, and why?
1: I would say the two primary teams that I root for are BYU football and the Raiders.
2: Can't imagine why. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, it's a common theme there. Uh, yeah, something that I've noticed about myself growing up is that I uh, get interested in particular players. So sometimes if there is a really good player that I like, I will root for his team to do well so that he, you know, can do well like right now. um, And and it's all often very related to the other teams or the, the teams that I do root for, like the Raiders or the, or BYU, um, like I don't know if I would consider myself a Saints fan, but I like Taysom Hill, so I want them to do well. And the Jets are bad. Um, yes. True. But, <laughs> but I hope that Zach Wilson succeeds because he's from BYU, which is, you know, that's kind of a thing that I do. But uh, because I actually – Um, I wasn't as much of a Raiders fan. Um, and I mean, I, I was, I grew up watching them, obviously. Um, but I don't think I was invested in until after my dad passed away, actually, because I got connected with like 1300 people from Raider Nation on Twitter. So... And like, I get really in, into um, what they're doing. And my brothers, my oldest brothers, have gotten really into the Raiders as well in the years uh, since my dad passed away. And so, because of them, I, I'm more invested as well. My brothers actually bought seats at uh, Allegiant.
2: Oh, that's awesome!
1: Like they bought the seats, so they have. I mean, not even not the tickets, but they own real estate in the stadium which is pretty cool that's awesome so you're saying i have a hookup (laughs) i yeah Uh, i would say so i mean and they don't go to all of them all of the well but i think because they own the seats they do have uh dibs with the tickets fantastic (laughs) we'll have to set something up because
2: Uh, i love it bill's like all
0: right (laughs) i'm not that far from vegas and that is my, my favorite team since you're, I was you're, you're closer watching. Than we are. Yeah, yeah, for sure, very very much so. Okay, so any any players on the on the Raiders in particular that that you follow closely or or really like
1: currently? Yeah, current. Uh, I like Waller. He's a stud. Yeah. Uh, I feel a little bit envious sometimes because Waller kind of put my dad in second place. But uh, I like him still. And and because he's a stud. Like, he's very productive and very good. Uh, I see a lot of uh, differing sides on Derek Carr. Oh, for sure. Like there are Raiders fans that love him, and Raiders fans that despise him.
2: Oh yeah, always. Um,
1: I think personally, he's he's a, a pretty good guy. Uh, yes, for sure. Because he's he's moral and uh, he's got that belief in God. Um,
0: Family first, he, all that yeah. good stuff. Team first. He's he's a good he's,
1: team player. Yeah he's made some bad throws um, at times, like oh, yeah. at times it feels like he's playing 500 instead of passing it to uh, a teammate. Um, but generally I like him. So,
0: Yeah, then, no, those two are definitely two of my favorite that are currently on the team. And it, it really saddens me. Well, I guess one thing I did want to say about Waller is he honored your dad a few years ago when they did the uh yeah throwback jerseys. He wore your dad's uniform. I saw
1: I saw that. That was pretty cool. So um it's probably a, a ways to scroll. Um but if in the uh if you find it on my Instagram page. Um during the show and tell part of it, I made, a, I made a Photoshop, uh, edit of my dad wearing a Waller jersey. Awesome. See if I can
0: find it. I'll, I'll keep looking while we, is it on your, your main one or your art one? The art one. Okay. The art okay. one, yeah. I'll see if I can find it. I was scrolling beforehand, uh, trying to find, I was going through Raiders social media and trying to find that picture of Waller wearing your dad's jersey. I know it was on Twitter, but it was like two, three years ago and they post almost every day. So I yeah. eventually gave up, but Let's see if I can find it. Um, you guys keep talking while I you look You can keep
1: here. asking and uh, I'm scrolling too. So
0: Perfect. If
1: um, I find I it all
2: i know one thing i mean we got to see bill showed me some of that photo album um i got to see some of the some of the people you've met um just curious who i guess the uh your favorite people that you've got to meet over the years obviously with your connection to raider nation or however through sports but um who's the top people that you've that you've met
0: do you want me to start the screen share now? And and you you can just go through those and then talk about it?
1: Uh, if you would like to.
0: Okay, let's do that. So let me share my screen here. Okay.
1: Yeah. All right. So this is the I album.
0: Want. This This was <laughs> a thought, young turn. I, thought I, looked at I like it. And I
2: realized I didn't. So. Oh, no, you own it, man. It looks great.
1: I love it.
0: <laughs> We'll just cycle through these here and you can talk about them.
1: And then if, if I actually lost that trilby on the same trip. (laughs) So I had it for like three days. (laughs) Okay.
0: Let's go to the next one here. So what, I guess, where was this and and why were you there?
1: So I was, well, actually it goes back to when my dad was uh, playing for the Raiders that he got invited to a fundraiser for the Cedar Sinai Hospital in LA, and the function that they have is called the Sports Spectacular, um, and they fundraise for different um, like neurological diseases or um, like birth defects and stuff like that. And so my dad actually got invited every year um, since he was a Raider, I think. And, um, but then when I turned 12, it's like 11 or 12, uh, that uh, they invited me to come because he was speaking. And then I, developed a relationship with people there they enjoyed having me there and so i got invited probably seven or eight times after that uh seven or eight years after that i mean which is really cool just because i was uh, just a fan there going around and you know asking people to sign stuff but then i realized that taking pictures was better evidence so yeah <laughs> I, uh, I did away with the notepad and took some pictures instead and the stuff that you're going to show is not everything and uh, unfortunately I don't think I have all of them but I will uh, explain a lot of my mom's a super cute lady
0: I miss Miss, miss Kathy yeah <laughs> He's obviously a character. You can see where Taryn gets oh, his yeah. sense of humor from.
1: What what is this building? Uh, just some. Um, it, it looks like I have a motel or a hotel or something on the Strand in L.A. I mean, okay. it's not, it's no no place that we went to. It's just I think my mom thought the architecture was cool.
0: Okay. Right. And then who uh, do we have here?
1: That is our longtime family friend, um, Jose Mendez. He's a huge baseball fan and really loves Roberto Clemente.
2: Oh, my guy.
0: Kyle's a, a Pittsburgh Pirates fan. So Sweet. He's heard of that guy before, <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> and then there's you and your dad. I both looking pretty
1: dapper. Uh, I I think it might be in the same one, but I think it might be the next one. Probably. Oh no! You re- you laughed at that. You recognize that guy? Oh uh, yeah. Kyle?
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> He's one of my favorite actors from The oh, Office yeah.
1: for sure. Yeah, that's not a that's not an actor. That's or, I mean that's not an athlete. That's Stanley. The oh, office. yeah. Stanley from
0: The Office.
1: Leslie David uh, Baker.
2: My brother-in-laws would be so very jealous right now. They're the biggest Office fans <laughs> I've ever met. I, I can
0: yeah. confirm he never smiled like that in The Office. I've seen no, it four man. times. That's true. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Except for in one of the greatest bloopers of all time. Have you guys seen that blooper when um, – well, actually in the episode when – uh. Michael's going off to. Um, he's thinking he's going to New York to to party with Ryan, for the oh, you know, yeah. side opening. He uh, comes out and he he comes out and he's like, "I have some good news," and Stanley just goes, "We get to go home." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. in, in the episode, I he does about that. that. In the episode, he does that. But one of the greatest uh, bloopers ever is uh, he like. Th- when Michael comes out, he's like, I have some good news. He throws his hands up and goes, we can to go home. <laughs> yeah. And because it was so out of character, everybody in the room just died laughing. And it's yeah. always fun to watch that. I That's interesting. It.
0: Seeing him smiling when you know him as the grumpy curmudge. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's
1: a, right. actually a pretty cool guy. I'm uh, sure.
0: What do I, we have uh, here?
1: I'm not entirely sure who the girls are but that's Kevin Love. Oh okay. That's a young Kevin Love. Yep. I didn't that even was, recognize him. That was him. like when he was drafted I think. Wow, yeah. very young. Okay. Warren Sapp, I think.
0: Oh yeah. That's That's See, I couldn't I couldn't place him. I was like I know that guy but I can't think of who he is. Yeah, it's Warren Sapp. Wait, no,
1: that's not. Warren Sapp, I don't think. Is it not? It
0: it's looks like him looks just like
2: him. That's who I thought it was immediately when I seen it the first time.
0: Maybe it is. I think it is. Obviously one of the best defensive linemen of all time.
1: Not my favorite Raider. In subsequent (laughs) things that I had put captions on him, but I don't think I did it on that one. Fair enough. But, my bad. And then who do we have here? Um, when I was going through the sports spectacular with my dad, he, uh, he introduced me to a lot of people that he knew from his day who are famous Mm -hmm. from, from when he was younger. And the man there in that picture, I think is a famous, um, Olympian. He might be a famous Olympian. I'm not sure. I don't remember. The lady is his wife. Okay.
0: It's not who I thought it was then. <laughs> all right. And who do we have here?
1: The daughter of the greatest boxer of all time. Oh,
0: okay. Right. Layla
1: Ali, right? Yep. Okay. Pretty, That's pretty impressive. Cool. Uh, Nastia Lukin. She was a, a ice skater in the Olympics. Yep.
2: Oh man. My wife absolutely adores her.
1: And
0: then oh, who's <laughs> <this> my favorite, <laughs> Uh, my favorite offensive player of all time for the Raiders, and that is the one, the only, Tim Brown. This is my favorite picture that you sent through, for sure. Oh, yeah. wait, a good one. Did did you get – actually, let's go back to Tim. Did you get some, some decent FaceTime with him or
1: uh, – Just a picture and – I don't see? remember. Um, okay. Yeah, I think it was mostly just a picture and like, "Hi, how are you doing?" and and things like that. It's Nice to meet you. Um, because there, if you, I mean, as you can see in the background, there's a lot of people in that room, and including a lot of kids that were going around and trying to do the same thing as I was doing. So, uh, the celebrities didn't have a whole lot of time. Yeah. I'm trying to remember, I think he his
0: rookie year was your dad's last year, is that correct? I think so.
1: Yeah, I think you're right.
0: Because he, he was a rookie for the Raiders in 89, and I think that was your dad's last year playing for the Raiders. Yeah. So, pretty cool. And then who do we have here? He's a basketball player. Um, Nailed it. I couldn't remember who, but... I said, I, I know he's a basketball player, but I can't think of his name.
1: I feel bad about not remembering names, and that might not be the greatest picture of him. So, if you want to go to the next one and see if I can remember. Oh, that... that uh, In all of the albums that I sent you, that it was consistently my favorite one. Uh, she is a broadcaster in L.A. Her name is Jamie Maggio. Oh, okay. And... She became my best friend at the Sports Spectacular and I like being lined to to hang out with her every year that I was there. Um
2: That's awesome.
1: And often I mean, because she she works for them and um you know, was part of part of the um Function and stuff. And so she, uh, I got to spend a lot more time with her and became friends with her.
0: Yeah, I think I've seen some of her tweets on Twitter covering the Dodgers, maybe. But, all right. And then we already know who these two are. Is this just a random guy or? Aaron. You still he there? Hope we didn't lose him, but I don't hear him. I'm trying to think we might have lost Aaron.
2: Oh, man.
0: <laughs> um, okay, well, let's just go through these last couple. I don't know who any of these people are. So and then there was the one message see. Here's the Photoshop that Taryn did of his dad in a Waller jersey. Let's awesome. zoom in. Yeah, there we go. There he is. Can you hear us? I don't think your mic's working for some reason. There we go. Maybe. Can you hear him, Kyle? Nope. No, me either. Okay, so zoom out there, and then there was one more message I wanted to show, and that was the one of James carrying Todd, the commercial he was talking about. And hopefully, oh,
1: he's back. Okay, try it now. I'm I'm here. There, we there you go. Yes. There you go. Okay. okay. I just I just refreshed the page. Okay. Sorry about so, that. I was just
0: going to show this commercial real quick of James carrying Todd. Oh, boy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that is so funny.
1: It's the most uncomfortable commercial oh. ever.
2: I just, uh, can't.
0: uh. That's good. Did the audio come through for you guys? No. Okay. That that was probably
2: better, amazing.
0: Uh, that's oh, hilarious. Man. And then I did just want to show a couple clips from your dad's
1: highlight film here. Okay. Let's see. My brother actually compiled that video. That's all awesome. well, perfect. Hopefully he
0: doesn't mind me showing it on the podcast. I don't think so. Cause it's just my dad. I'm getting fired up. Let's see some highlights here.
1: Beautiful. A little bit later in the, uh, in the video is my favorite highlight ever of my dad. It was actually a pass from Mark Wilson.
0: Tell me when you see it, and I'll the
1: Chargers.
0: Chargers might be this one, though.
1: Right no. here. No, it was from Mark Wilson. Oh wow! And find
0: uh,
1: any Chargers? You know, what? it might. Wait, 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 wait. You, I think you just passed it. It's a little- this one. Um. No, that's a great one, though.
0: It's just crazy seeing pa- passes like this back uh, in it, it the day.
2: Time for sure. I always love watching these.
0: Uh, look at that! I mean, he's toe tap and everything.
2: Every team is asking. I think their I was, in to do nowadays. Oh, it it's that it. one. That wasn't the Chargers.
0: It's the
1: brand Oh, there it is. That's the. That's my favorite highlight ever. Catch. Can you go back to that one? Too far? Or not far enough? It's, it's coming. A little too far. It's probably after this one. No, oh, It's after uh, this one. Nope. It's Broncos. <laughs> it's all right, we're getting there. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, that That's one. What a good catch. That catch is so cool just because of how much concentration he had with it for sure and like you said
0: this was obviously back before um passing was the thing in the nfl and that's one thing that's always struck me with uh al davis is how he brought and and now basically the nfl is what al davis said it was going to be all those years ago Mm-hmm. but seeing your dad do that. Um, but Kyle, Kyle's got to jump off. So Kyle, yeah. thanks for joining
1: us.
2: Taryn, it was Good awesome time. to talk to you again, man. Uh, it's always a pleasure. I can't wait to have you back on again. Sorry, Let me, I got to bail a little early, but.
1: This is okay. Uh, I didn't answer your question though, because I kind of messed things up, but. That's all right. I, I don't know if people would uh, like this, but it's because, I mean, like writers fans would like this, but. It's because of the the profile of this guy. I think my favorite, the the favorite person that I've met was Jerry Rice. Okay, I met him a couple of times, and one of one of my favorite memories from the sports spectacular was that Jerry Rice told me that my dad had the best hands in the league. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, and we actually right, have you. a card. We actually have a card, uh, a football card with uh my dad and on. Awesome. on it, and he actually has better stats that year because they Hello. both led the they both led their conference in receiving but my dad led the league
2: yeah that's that. one that i, I still to want to that. get my hands on i think we looked that up last time that was really cool yeah. all right yeah. gentlemen well i gotta take off but you guys i don't know if you're gonna keep going finish up bill but It's good talking to you, man. Can't wait till next time.
0: Yeah, we'll finish up. Thanks for jumping on, Kyle. See you, Bill. See See you. All right. So just a couple more questions we had for you. Okay. Um, So you said the coolest athlete that that you've ever met is Jerry Rice, and I think it's tough to argue that. But specifically for Raider Nation, I, I wanted to ask, did you ever meet Tom Flores, and did your dad ever talk about playing for him since they won, you know, two Super Bowls together?
1: Uh, yeah, uh, I believe I did meet Tom Flores once and, um, my dad did call him coach, you know, throughout that conversation. And that was at the sports Spectacular also. Um, my dad did talk about, um, his playing days a lot, but I don't remember him talking specifically about like his relationship with Flores or anything. Um, when I met him and my dad and him were talking, it seemed like they had, um, amicable, you know, relationship. He enjoyed playing for him. And, uh, I'm guessing Kyle will probably see this even though he's gone. Um, but to answer the question of favorite Raider, um... I met uh, Marcus Allen yeah. and uh, Mike Davis. Mike Davis was there pretty consistently, and I probably met him three, uh, four or five times, and uh, he was always very nice to me. And uh, so I liked uh, meeting him, hanging out with him, but I did meet uh, Marcus. That was pretty cool.
0: Yeah. And I met Howie. Awesome. I was going to ask if you'd ever met Howie because he's probably my one of my favorite Raiders of all time, uh, and his son Chris Long has a podcast that I absolutely love listening to. So it's good to yeah, it's good cool. to hear that you did meet him. And he was it him? I want to say it was your dad, Marcus Allen, and Howie on a
1: poster. Yeah, uh, it was in the cover of a magazine. Yeah, that's what it was. Sports Illustrated, I think. No, it just was called Sport. Huh. Okay. It, was a, it must be a defunct one now, but uh, we we have that picture up in uh, in the weight room, right? Up upstairs. Uh oh, okay. In our house. Yeah. No, that was one. Like
0: all these things, seeing that I remember, and then I remember there was one of your dad on like a dollar bill or something. That one was me. Well,
1: well, no, actually, no, there was an actual poster from the Costacos brothers that uh, they made in Todd We Trust, uh, kind of a Dollar Bill-themed poster, which was pretty sweet.
0: Yeah. No, I would love to, like, stumble across one of those in a pawn shop or something and and pick them up, because, like, I I definitely remember seeing them around your house and whatever, and, and they just, for whatever reason... They've always been something that I'm like, if I ever come across that, I gotta get one. So
1: Yeah. It's a cool poster.
0: For sure. Um, and then the last question I had for you, and and obviously you the floor is yours, so if anything else comes up that that you wanted to talk about that we didn't cover, you, you have the floor. But how has your relationship with sports changed since your dad passed? I know you said you followed the Raiders more, but has it made you grow more accustomed to watching sports or have you distanced yourself or how has that worked?
1: Um, I actually watched less than okay. when my dad was around. When my dad was alive, like ESPN was on all the time. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I, I, I we still watch football pretty regularly. Um, and especially like BYU. Um, but we watch the NFL fairly regularly too. Um, but in terms of any of the other sports like basketball or baseball, I rarely watch that other than like highlights and stuff. Yeah. Um, but my dad was big into those. And so when he was around, we would watch more uh, baseball and basketball games. Um, We still are, I I still watch plenty of it and I think it's cool and I like it. And it's my favorite sport still. Football is my favorite sport. Um, But I, I, kind of because it reminds me of my dad it has less of a, um an appeal. Yeah. Uh one of my favorite things to do was on Sunday evenings he and I would go over the uh scores, like the box scores together. Because we we don't typically watch football uh watch TV just in general on Sundays. And uh Or at least we didn't. Um, And so he wouldn't know about the games. I wouldn't know about the games. And I would sit with my laptop. And uh, we would just go over. Or, I mean, I would ask him the matchups. I'd be like, Patriots versus the Bengals or something like that. And he, like, more often than not, would be able to guess... Who won the games, and sometimes even like the score, which is pretty cool. Um, and so it's become more of just a a hobby, I guess. Since yeah. I passed away, than something that uh, I'm like diehard about for sure. I f-
0: I figured that maybe um, a lot of the times even for for people that don't have a famous athlete dad that the dad's typically what introduces them to sports. And then what you'll see is a lot of times when, when they're no longer here, maybe it's not as meaningful to you. So I, I figured that might be the case, um, but it sounds like at least you've, you follow the teams a little bit closer, especially the, the Raiders uh, mm-hmm. since he has passed. So, is there anything that we should have asked that we didn't ask that you wanted to talk about or um anything came up while we were talking
1: i'm i feel like that i messed up a little bit to have that little bit of a glitch were there any other pictures that you wanted to go through
0: um i showed the one of your dad that you photoshopped in a waller jersey and then i went through the rest of those pictures i don't know who
1: some of them were. Okay. So, and I felt bad that I didn't know who some of them were either. No, that's fine. I mean, though,
0: it's yeah. been a while. <laughs> I mean, those pictures look like they're from, what, 12 like years, ago, years ago, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. So let me pull up, I'll pull up the last couple here um, that we didn't get to. Let's see. So this is the one. Sharing it now. There we go. This is the one we ended on. And I said obviously we know who these two are. But I didn't recognize this guy. Do you know who that was?
1: Uh, um, I don't remember who he was. I believe he's a, f- a friend of Jamie's. Okay.
0: And then this is Charlie Villanueva, right? Yeah. Okay, so he's a basketball player. I don't know who this guy is. I feel like I should, but any uh, idea there?
1: I feel like I should know who that is too. Um, but I'm not entirely sure at the moment.
0: Okay. yeah, he looks super familiar, but I'm not placing him off the top of my head. So that's fine. Those were the only two that I think we showed that you weren't on when we showed them. So, okay. Was there anything else that you wanted to cover? Um, things are going good for you. Yeah. (laughs) Things are going good. Got the three boys that are just growing like weeds and soccer every weekend and all that fun stuff. So, they keep us busy and just keep on plugging along, I guess. Good.
1: That's good. Um, anything else that you would like to ask me?
0: I think that's all that we had. Um, obviously this probably won't be the last time you're on. So I'm I sure it. if we, I if we it. think I of more, yeah, no, it's great. Especially like, You know, being adults and having jobs and all that stuff, we don't always get to keep up like we'd like to. So any excuse like this where we can just hop on and and talk sports or whatever life, it's it's a great opportunity to catch up. So definitely appreciate you coming on. And uh, like I said, we'll we'll have you on again at some point. Hopefully one of these times it'll be to announce some exciting news about your dad joining the Hall of Fame.
1: But I would love that so much. Like do you know uh Kenny Keane jr? yes, he tweeted it today I mean just recently like do you know jimmy james he's he's the dude he he posts a lot of Raiders' art it's like a cool stylized like painting I think style. I've seen some of his work, but i I don't recognize the name well he he just posted um a clip of my dad from America's game about gratitude talking about gratitude and about how his dad taught him that he needed to be grateful for the situation that he's in and obviously winning the super bowl is kind of a huge thing that you need to be grateful for and so he's talking about uh, praying to god and there's a clip of him kneeling on the field kind of doing a tebow thing before tebow um but Kenny uh, responded to that and I thought that was, it was just really nice saying that my dad was a great human and I can't wait for him to take his place in the hall. Yeah. I just thought that was cool for a a fellow son of an athlete to, to say that. And I think it's cool. I like one of the things that I love about Raider Nation is how how, uh, passionate they are. Like outside of that, I feel like my dad's largely obscure um, or less important, but he's still important to me. Um, And, you know, it's still hard to have him gone. And so having people that are still like huge fans of my dad, is fun for me and them wanting to see him in the hall of fame as much as i do it's pretty cool
0: well and obviously those people that actually got to watch him play are are older than us i mean my dad was a huge fan of your dad and when he got to meet him i think he kind of fanboyed a little bit but it Obviously, it was pretty cool to that he even knew who your dad was. Obviously, when your dad said he played for the Raiders, was like that's fantastic. But I didn't know who he was from from his playing days. Uh, you but still yeah, have that
1: picture that you sent me on message yeah, a few years ago,
0: I've got it in my office to the right the, of me. So
1: the picture of you and me, me in the Cordell Stewart jersey, and yep, my dad and your dad.
0: Yeah, and I think I was wearing a Napoleon Kaufman jersey if I
1: remember right,
0: but. Yeah. Uh yeah no that's
1: I always thought your dad was cool too.
0: My dad is cool way. but yeah yeah. It yeah I mean like I said your dad was larger than life. I mean Yeah. My dad was probably a full foot shorter than your dad. <laughs> but no it it, it was awesome and, and that's one great thing about Raider Nation is it's very passionate uh but it's the saying goes, "Once a Raider, always a Raider," and and that's that's 100% true from top to bottom in the organization. They do that the annual alumni dinners and and all that thing, all those things that you don't see most teams doing that. So, I am hopeful very much so that, especially with the senior committee getting in Cliff um, Branch last year, and then or this upcoming year, and Tom Flores last year, uh, that we'll start to see some of the Raiders legends that have been passed over for the Hall of Fame starting to get in. And and I so think cool. your dad is very deserving, especially for the, the length of his career and the stats that he was able to put up um, in that time. I mean, like I said, he, he was putting up modern tight end numbers back in the day when passing wasn't, wasn't the go-to and yeah. with less than stellar quarterback play, so one day we'll we'll get to share that news on on here and and get That'd to cool. c- celebrate with you guys and hopefully wherever that is hopefully it'll be in vegas and then i can just come down and, and yeah. celebrate with you and your family if we get if we get the call i'll be sure to let you know that would be fantastic so again taryn we we appreciate you spending your time and, and being so gracious with it uh one thing i think i should probably say and that is to keep up with the great late Willie Brown. All of you sons, hug your mom, tell her happy Mother's Day. And Taryn. again, thank you, Taryn. We'll, we'll catch okay. up with you soon.
1: Okay, sounds good. Thanks for having me.
0: Yep, it's always a pleasure to have you on. All right.